Is that loud? Oh, these stupid headphones. We have to get a more professional start to the podcast. Broadcasting from Edmonton's majestic used hubcap district. Um, it's a it's a podcast. I just can't pull off a onesie. No, neither can I. Uh, uh, that's not good. Kids today with their inline skates and their long boards that roll over everything. Totally weird and wild. It works, but it's weird. You know what's underrated? Ravioli. Oh, God, that's awful. It smells like smoke coming off someone's ass. My God, do people not know I'm at work? The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. See, that's the difference between you and I. I'm an outdoor cat. You're an indoor cat. I can't read <laughs> books. I can't watch TV shows outside. Why do you have to be outside all the time? Why? Because What's outside bugs, we, murderers, <laughs> bugs and murderers, tornadoes. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty much. You've described my neighborhood: bugs, murderers, and tornadoes. Where do serial killers typically hang out? Yeah, outside, man. In the park behind my house. It's science, man. Yeah, inside where it's safe. I really, I have just been doing outside things. I mean, I'm pretty outdoorsy. So I haven't really watched. I did start watching. Did we talk about this? You recommended Alone. Oh, yeah. I st- I got too grossed out. I can't deal with it. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of tapered off that one, too. Yeah. It was interesting for a minute, and then all of a sudden, when you see them gutting a moose with a pocket knife, you're like, ooh, bet you those eyeballs are delicious. He's like, let me take the head, and oh. picks up the head, and they show it, and he's uh, like, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I can't do it. I'm not a hunter. I just can't do it. You know, I purchase my meat at the grocery store. I don't need to go out there and hunt it with my bare hands. Have I preached to you yet, though, about Viagra Boys? Can you imagine if you just clipped off boys there? <laughs> the Did we talk about it in the podcast? I'm finding all my conversations now. It's sort of like, was that on the radio show? Was that in the podcast? Was that in my real life? Where? But, yeah, it all blurs. I can't remember. I, the name sounds familiar. Okay. I kept getting recommendations. Every night when I go to bed, it's like I watch music videos in bed. That's what I do. And on the side, it'd be, you also might like the Viagra Boys, but I'm like, I hate that name. It's dumb. It's a dumb name. It is. But maybe one of the best bands I've heard in the last 10 years. Oh, my stars. What an endorsement. The guy has a tattoo right in the middle of his forehead. Bold choice. Yeah. It's pretty tough when you go, ah, things in Viagra Boys aren't really working out for me anymore. I'd like to get a job at the bank. Yes, That's, I would like to become your child's babysitter. <laughs> I would, I've always had dreams of becoming an au pair. <laughs> but take a listen, listen to a song called Punk Rock Loser and another song called Not Nice. And the beauty of these, it's this gritty, I don't know, there's from Sweden, but the, um, there's a saxophone in the band, which you instantly kind of go, saxophone? But it just works. It's a dirty, nasty-sounding saxophone. There, I have a recommendation. I've been listening to the Viagra Boys. Science, your average. Punk rock loser, yeah, I'm a savage. I'm really cool. So there's my recommendation this week. Okay, sure. I actually was listening to that yesterday afternoon while I was painting my fence. Bryce, mm. again, Outdoor cat. Hey, I was in a outdoor pool yesterday. Not a to pool brag. of pee pee. <laughs> yeah, public pool. <laughs> I didn't. Uh, I didn't go below the. My shoulders were as deep as I went. 
I made sure my mouth got You didn't go underwater and then come up and do the fountain of water coming out of your mouth? I did not. I did not, for that exact reason. Yeah. So I was outdoors too. Not a big deal. So you went to a public swimming pool. Yeah, my best girl wanted to do it. I I thought we'd get there and it'd be overrun with wild children. Uh Uh-huh. And it actually wasn't too bad at all. Yeah? Like a scene out of a 1980s teen movie? Exactly. Yeah. But no, it wasn't too bad at all. And I was in a pool. Not a big deal. I can swim. <laughs> Whatever. Did people, you know, what's your tan like? I can't tell because you got a shirt on. Oh, but... it's a it's a farmer's tan. Yeah. It's a really noticeable on my neck. That's what happens <sighs> when you go out and you walk your dog every day and you're in the sun. And <sighs> e- even if you want to even that thing out, you can't. I have a world-class neck tan and sock tan. I always get the good sock tan. I don't have a sock tan. I'm okay there. But yeah, my, my neck especially. How do you avoid like, the sock tan though? Sometimes I wear my flippy floppies. Uh, I never wear flip flops ever. Got to have the flippy floppies. Yeah. That's what I always say. Uh, but no, I did spend a little bit of time indoors. What and did you do? I watched, I love sports documentaries. Yeah. I love them. I watch them all. And one came out last week called Quarterbacks. It's on Netflix. It's actually pretty juicy. They followed three NFL quarterbacks last season. And you see, like, you see them prepare for games, but you also see what they do on off days. Yeah. And the kind of workouts they do, the kind of work they put in with game film and stuff. And you just see how they think. Yeah. Yeah, they they put in a lot of time. The one quarterback, though, like, you'd think, yeah, they're going to do this, but it's going to be, like, third string quarterbacks. But yeah. no, like they went right to the top. Patrick Mahomes was one of them. Yeah. Who ended up winning the Super Bowl. Spoiler alert. Ooh. <laughs> if you don't know, he won Has the Super Has he done Bowl. that twice now or just once? Two Super Bowls. Two Super Bowls. And what is he, like 25? He's young. Yeah. And he's doing well for himself. Yeah. He's doing okay. Uh, so yeah, he's one of them. Kirk Cousins from the Minnesota Vikings was another. And then Marcus Mariota, I think was the third. He played for the Atlanta Falcons. Okay, so um, you have access, like they're you're in their homes. You're they're in their homes. They're in the gym with them. They're in the cars with them. I love that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's they got a lot of access. Yeah, especially for like Patrick Mahomes, and you know they went to the Super Bowl and they're with them and stuff like that's that. so weird to me that they got access to him. Like what? I know was it his brother making the documentary or something? Because you wonder he if you are that focused on your sport and you play at that level. You're like, documentary film, filmmaker wants to tag along? No, thank you. Yeah. And cur- I'm sure that the money, like if they said, we'll pay you, he's, I'm sure he's got a pretty good full-time job. He doesn't need the check. He's doing okay. Yeah. He's got a few endorsements on the side. Yeah. Yeah, like there's one scene where it's Super Bowl week and they're announcing like the MVP award and stuff like this. And he wasn't there because he was focused on the game, but they show him sitting in a house in Phoenix watching it on TV as he's studying his- His notes. His notes. Wow. So it's on TV and you see him winning the award and he's just sitting on the couch. And you're like, <laughs> does he huh? react at all? No. It just shows him sitting there watching. Uh-huh. And then like the thing he filmed, the thank you video he did filmed prior yeah. starts playing. And he's just sitting there watching himself give a thank you speech. Wow. It's kind of weird. I got to watch that. I do. I, I don't watch a lot of sports, but you put any sports documentary on. I'm in. It was well done. Yeah. It was really well done. So I enjoyed that. Uh, the other day I saw the new Mission Impossible movie. Not a big deal. I haven't heard a single bad thing about it. Those movies are, they're fun. Like it's two and a half hours. And for two and a half hours, you're just entertained. It's Tom Cruise jumping off of buildings and fighting on top of trains. Riding and- motorcycles off cliffs. Yeah. That's yeah. all it is for two hours. Like it doesn't stop. It's just nonstop action. It's just entertaining. 
You're yeah. not going to get smarter watching it, but it's no. fun. And I really enjoyed it. You going to the Barbie movie? I, I do want to see it. Oh, we I, were actually, we both are in the same predicament though. Yeah. My best girl's like, I don't want to watch it with you. And my beautiful bride was like, um, I kind of had other plans to go with some other people. Yeah. Yeah. She didn't say those words. But she said it with her eyes. <laughs> <laughs> but my wife, you can come with us if you want. How weird would that be to be the one guy going with a group of girls to go see Barbie? Yeah. And they've already had their seats picked out. Yeah. So and I'm now- sit somewhere else in the theater <laughs> by myself. It's just weird. So uh, I, I do want to see it though. Like it, my wife, she texted, she went last night. I was asleep when she got home, but she said that movie was hilarious. So, mm. uh, I, you know, it's an old show, but lately, oh my God, my best girl, she watched criminal minds, loved it. I don't get why you guys are doing this. And then she, I guess, started rewatching it. And I walked in like the fourth season. I just walked in on an episode of, with her, sat down. That show is so juicy. Oh, yeah. It's outrageously juicy. It's not a show. Like, I'm not scoffing at the show. Like, it's it did what it did, and it did it very well. But to me, that's not a show you would go back and rewatch. It's a show that maybe you caught 50% of the episodes when it was on during its heyday, and now you catch an episode in your hotel room at a you know, Mexican resort or something. No, I'm enjoying it. Really? It's really good. Huh. And like just the, sometimes they rip off of like real crimes that happen. Yeah. Sometimes they don't. Uh, sometimes the crimes are against the FBI people. Sometimes they're not. The How graphic it is, is what yeah. really caught me off guard. So I always thought like it's a network TV show. How graphic could it be? Uh, the answer is extremely. <laughs> okay. I watched an episode about it in, how do you say it? An inoculator? Inoculator. You know what that is? No. Someone who cuts out eyeballs. Oh. And they had graphic images of eyeballs being oh. cut. Oh. That was one where I actually had to trigger warning. Or I almost had I needed the, almost the pillow for your face. The fright pillow. I almost needed that for the eyeball cutting. Yeah. I was like, Jade! Like, out of <laughs> nowhere. <laughs> out of nowhere. Some of the crimes, some of the things they say, you're like, Jesus, but I'm actually really liking criminal minds. Okay. It went on for 15 or 16 seasons. I was going to say, isn't that show like 20 years old or something? It's insane. I think it ended during the pandemic, but yeah, yeah, there, it started in the 2005. So like, it's got tons of episodes. It's one of those shows that I will always consider like CSI. Yeah. I never watched like I'd watched an episode of CSI back in the day and I, but I wouldn't be riveted. I wouldn't make an appointment to be there every week to see it. And what I did see, I kind of enjoyed, but it's now CSI criminal minds. These are the shows you watch when you're not yourself. And by that, I mean, you're in a foreign country, maybe in a hotel room. And it's the only thing on TV you can find that looks remotely familiar. And it kind of brings you back home again. Yeah. That's what I used to think. And then all of a sudden I walk in on her watching it and all of a sudden I'm sucked in. Now I'm. Did you do the move though, where the, for the first 20 minutes when you walked in and what did you watch standing up? Sort of like you weren't ready to commit. Kind of. Yeah. You're sitting there with crossed arms, like this This is ridiculous. And all of a sudden, it takes a left turn. Then all of a sudden, there's another turn. Then there's another twist. And all Suddenly, of a sudden, there's a brutal murder again. Yeah, and now you've sat through four commercial breaks. Yeah. Yeah, it's all on Disney. I know, so you can stream it. Oh, my God, and I'm plowing through it. I'm well, really enjoying it. It's a good thing you had some stuff to recommend this week because I really had nothing. Yeah, Criminal Minds, get yeah. on it. Mine is Paint Your Fence and Listen to the Viagra Boys. 
Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. It's on the internet, where your Uncle Ron gets way too political. It's a beautiful summer's weekend. Everyone's going to be out and about, you know, driving with the tops down in their cars. Oh, maybe yeah. taking the doors off the hinges in their cars. You know, it's like that. Do uh, people do that? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's not just for Jeeps anymore. I took the doors off my car. That minivan you're driving right now, the rental? Yeah, it's got no doors anymore. <laughs> wow. They're in for a surprise when I return Bold it. move. Um, and so when you're out doing that, may as well get an oil change too. Top up for the summer fun. Your car, like there are a couple of things. In the summertime, you like your car way better in the summertime than you do in the wintertime. In the summertime, you can go wash it and it feels pretty good. But you take it to the next level. You go get yourself an oil change. Ooh, that car's going to feel brand new, even if it's got 475,000 kilometers on it. Absolutely. Go see Lube City. They've got 27 Alberta locations. They can help you out. You can find the one near you at lubecity.ca. You're listening to The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. It's like radio, but on the internet. Well, you kind of mentioned it before. Uh, the Barbie movie is now out. People are losing their minds for it. It's going to make a trillion dollars, and it kind of makes you think about... Your childhood. Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. Solving the world's problems one podcast at a time. God, this is infectious. Taste the biscuit. Mm. Taste the goodness of the biscuit. Yes. I've listened to this five times this Taste morning. Taste the honey sauce. Taste the goodness of the biscuit with the honey sauce. Ooh, honey sauce. Yeah. To get that honey, honey sauce, sauce on me. I don't like the way it tastes with, with my chicken wings. How much of this do we want to hear? Taste the biscuit. Taste the goodness of the biscuit. We've pretty much heard it, but then it just goes like this for the next Taste like, the three minutes. Taste the butter spread. Taste the goodness of the biscuit with the butter spread. Butter spread. Yeah, I don't know what that you is. Get your butter spread all on me. Oh. I don't like the way it, it mixes, mixes with my mac and cheese. Mac and cheese now, okay. <laughs> That's one of the dumbest things I've ever watched, but I can't stop watching the video. Oh, man. And I just introduced you to it, and now you're probably going to go back to the 23-hour International News Center and watch it five times, right? There's champion-level mom dancing in there. There's she a- looks like B. Arthur. There's a keyboard solo in there. Oh, it's got all the good stuff. It, uh, it they just list keeps off giving. many, many, many foods. So next year, K Days, use that to promote the food on the Midway. Yeah. It's rock solid. What a missed opportunity. Someone's just texted it, so that ranks up there with the Regina song. It you know what? It's sort of from the same, from the same I would, time. Probably about the same time. I think the uh Taste the Biscuit is from maybe 2006 or 7, something like that. I think the video said 12 years ago. Yeah. It's been there for a while. Yeah. It should have way more views than it actually does. Uh, if you're wondering, they live that's live from the floor. Of a thrift shop, it yeah. looks like. <laughs> what appears to be a value village. Imagine your mom getting up to do a song at a wedding with the keyboard player from the wedding band. That's what it looks like. It really does. Actually, that's a good way to describe it. Oh, uh, well, see, somebody's pointing out that maybe there's some sexual innuendo in that show, in that song. I mean, the sexual <clears throat> tension between her and the keyboard player. Oh, it's palpable. Yeah, it's there. Toast. What is it? Toasters and moose. Toasters and moose. Yeah, that's what they call themselves. That's what they call themselves. Am I naive? I did not pick up on the sexual innuendo. Oh, my God. Oh, well, my God. I'm naive, aren't I? The tension is what caught my eye. Yeah. I mean, you could cut it with a knife. Mm hmm. Hey, uh, so my beautiful bride went to 
the Barbie movie last at like 10 o'clock or 10, something like that. Wow, she was first in line. Yeah. Knocking and over kids to get in there. I don't, I, I mean, when I left for work this morning, she was in bed. I don't remember her coming home, but she'd sent me a text message when she got home and it said, that movie was hilarious. That was her review right there. So I can't wait to see it now. And I'm thinking about, like, did you have Barbies when you were a kid? I did not. No? no. My sister did. Did she play with them a lot? Was it her number one? Uh, I don't think so. No? I don't think so. No, we weren't an over-the-top. Like our, our house, I don't remember ever being overrun with Barbie shoes or stuff like that. No? Which, by the way, you step on Barbie shoes, it's just like stepping on Lego. Is it? I thought they were kind of rubbery. I think they, uh, they used to pack a punch. We should spend some time on the show today because the Barbie movie is out. First of all, Bryce Kelly, I know you want to see it. Will you and your best girl be dressing in pink? I think a lot of people are getting all dolled up in pink to go to the Barbie movie. I'm actually a little insulted. My best girl said that she might want to go with her friends instead of me. I'm kind of insulted too. My wife went last night with somebody who was not me. Like I'm not opposed to seeing the Barbie movie. No, I want to see... A, it's not... I don't think it's... Well, no, I know it's not a little girl's movie. No. No, it's not a kid's movie at all. In the trailers I've seen, it looks hilarious. Yeah. It, I mean, the main actors are great. Michael Sarah's in it. Will Ferrell's in oh, it. Yeah. Kate McKinnon's in it. Like, there's a lot of funny people in that movie. I want to see it. I need to see it. So, well, okay, that the question I asked you then about dressing in pink with your best girl, because you're not going with her, that's sort of null yeah. and void. Yeah, what a shame that is. But what is the greatest toy of all time? Like, if there could only be one toy, what Ooh. is the great? And I don't want to get into video game systems because that's, like, just one toy. What is the greatest toy of all time? If you were running the Toy Hall of Fame and there was only one thing in there, what would it be? Man, I don't know. Because my first thought, what I was loved the most as a kid was my Super Nintendo. Yeah, I know but if that's did. off the list, what else did I love? I don't know, man. Hmm. Stretch Armstrong was pretty great. Stretch Armstrong, fantastic. I was trying to think, like for me, Lego, yeah. GI Joe, Hot Wheels. Like I loved all that stuff. I was, I me personally, I didn't have Lego. No. I had Connects. Remember Connects? Wasn't that more expensive than Lego though? Not at the time. It might be. Well, it's probably up there now. At the time, it was kind of like, you know. Everyone else was getting their clothes at the mall. You were getting your clothes at Kmart. Oh. That's kind of how it felt. <laughs> really? It's the Gunner Andrew Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. If you were in charge of the Toy Hall of Fame and you had to kick all the other toys out and there could only be one toy, wouldn't be much of a Hall of Fame. But what would be the one toy left standing? I laughed at the, this is from Fleur, who, li who listens in Nova Scotia. The greatest toy of all time. A stick. It's a cigarette, a sword. You can poke things, draw in the dirt, endless. Okay, so there's a vote for stick. Somebody else says big wheel. Ooh. Big wheel or green machine. Always wanted one. They were awesome. Another one, a bottle for spin the bottle. Changed so many lives. Are the teens still playing spin the bottle? Like, or do they just... Oh, uh, there's probably an app. This one says, Viewmaster. We had one that projected on the wall. Huh. Fancy. I didn't know that Richie Rich listened to the show. 
Another one, that ball on a string that you had to try and catch in the tiny cup without smashing your finger to shards? Keep them coming. You're in charge of the Toy Hall of Fame, but there's only one toy. What is it? You're listening to the Garden Andrew Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. I'll tell you what wouldn't be on there. Remember you'd get that one, like, it would look like a paddle you put on your hand and it was like Velcro and you would throw a ball. And, and the ball would never stick? Yeah, it wouldn't and be that. The ball was way too hard or something. Like it would just, it'd make that clack sound as it hit that paddle and then just fall to the ground. Like you think you had gloved that thing, but no, you never did. It was minutes of fun. Uh, you know what wouldn't be uh, anybody's favorite toy of all time? The wooden toy. You know what? Just give me a wooden train. That's just wood grain. There's no paint on it or anything. I want a wooden train. Nobody wants wooden toys. No, nobody does. No. Easily the front runner so far is Lego. Oh, yeah. And it's hard to argue against that. Uh, somebody said Nerf guns mm. or Super Soak. Oh, that's from Cody. How come Cody is the only person to mention Nerf gun? I would have thought that would be running away with it. That or Lego. Well, Lego is running away with it right now. Nerf guns were pretty good. Yeah. You lose the darts so quickly. Super Soaker, now they're getting too sophisticated that you can load them up with water and start shooting again in seconds. You could fight a wildfire with the current batch of Super Soaker. It might melt. Yeah. But there's enough water in it that you could probably douse a huge, huge wildfire. I appreciate the old one where you had to have to unscrew something, fill it with water, screw it back in, then pump the gun a thousand times. Yeah, jump into some creepy neighbor's yard who may or may not have his name on a list down at the police station, use his hose to fill your super soaker. <laughs> the good old days. <laughs> Simpler times. Uh, Donna says, good morning. Deck of cards for me. Endless games and I can make a house of cards. Could you, Donna? Because I don't think anybody could make a house of cards. Man, if you can uh, cut a deck of cards with one hand, have you ever seen people shuffle with one hand? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's impressive. Old school light bright. Oh. It was always so satisfying to push those light pins through the paper. Yes, that was the only good part of light bright, though. That's like the... But you have training wheels with that, because you have the stencil to follow. You need to go your own way, man. Ooh, you did a rainbow. How did you do that? Oh, you followed the pattern. Two votes just came in for Slinky. Slinky? Really? It's classic. Yeah, well, it is. But But if you couldn't get it all the way down the stairs, it became a lot less fun. Yeah. Or if you lived in a bungalow. (laughs) Oh, here, finally. Anything Nerf. Uh, You know what? Not even talking about the Nerf guns. Did you ever have that Nerf football? Yes. The Nerf football is an underrated toy. Like that thing was, oh man, you could throw a spiral with that thing. I did see, I just saw a meme about the Nerf football and said, why did this always have a bite out of it? It did, because it looked delicious. As a matter of fact, I was just thinking about mine. I loved my Nerf football, and then somebody ran over it with a bike somewhere, and the sprocket kind of tore it a bit. And I started peeling away the rubber coating. I couldn't stop. It's like I just kept peeling and peeling. Finally, I just had a sponge that was shaped like a football. Couldn't throw a, fire, a, a, a spiral with it anymore. Ooh, skinning a Nerf football. Yeah. Is that a red flag? Beige flag, maybe. Is that like serial killer behavior? Oh my God, maybe it is. He skinned all his footballs as a kid. But I didn't, I wouldn't have skinned my beloved <laughs> Nerf football had <laughs> Tommy Torgerson not hit it with his bike. I even remember the kid who did it. This is the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Lego was running away with it earlier this morning. Nerf started to climb the charts. I think it might still be Lego. 
Oh yeah, it's definitely Lego. But there's been a few light brights now. Only one Etch-A-Sketch so far, though. Slinky came in a couple times. Slinky? Which is great, but... It was a secondary, it was a tertiary toy. Like, it was one of those things, it was never your go-to. If you accidentally stepped on it, it was rest in peace to that Slinky. Yeah, it, would be, it became a slunky. It just would do nothing. That's it, it would just sit on the shelf and be all slunky. How about you? Best toy of all time. I can't remember what you said. I'm not too sure. No? No, because I was a Super Nintendo man, but you're not looking for video games. No, video game. that's, I don't, that's another category altogether. Yeah, because Game Boys come in a couple times, too. I do like when Fleur texted earlier this morning and said, uh, stick, because you could pretend it was a cigarette. Well, that's just sad. You could pretend it was a sword. You could draw in the dirt with it. Stick. Stick. Stick is not the top of the mountain. But you know what? If you look up the actual Toy Hall of Fame, and it exists, Stick is in there. Yeah. And so is Cardboard Box, if I'm not mistaken. Rubik's Cube. Boring. I mean, fantastic. I'm not here to judge. (laughs) (laughs) Or am I? I'll judge when the microphone's off. Uh, Best toy, Polly Pockets. I played those into my teens. Wow, okay. Uh, That's actually come in a couple. Polly Pockets come in a couple times. You played Polly Pockets into your teens, huh? You just put those in your jeans pocket and go to school, and at lunchtime in the cafeteria, you'd be... You know how it is. You just finished writing your diploma exam and yeah, got yeah. a few minutes to kill. That's right. Bust out some Polly Pockets. <laughs> yeah. Again, now we sound judgmental, don't we? The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Uh, empty gift uh, gift wrap roll uh, was an awesome toy as a, as a kid. Um, its fragility made it beautiful. Um, and it could be a sword. It, well, it could really just be a sword. But, man, I had some good times battering my brothers with those things. You know, wrapping paper, big wrapping paper, upped its game a few years ago because now there's more of a heavy-duty cardboard tube in the middle. The old-school ones, you could maybe get halfway through a sword fight with your brother. The new ones are so... You could probably have two or three sword fights with them. I will also say, I know I know, Lego is a popular one. And, I, I mean, I grew up with Legos, but... I grew up with the good Lego where you just got a bin of stuff and you had to use your imagination. Lego now is just a tool of indoctrination. Here are the instructions, follow the instructions, don't deviate from the instructions. Yeah, when I was a kid, we I think we had like an ice cream bucket full of Lego, just random pieces, and if you were lucky, you could make a bungalow with no roof. Oh, the bungalow. I've made many a no-roof bungalow. Or the car with no wheels. Yeah, well, I used to call the fixer-uppers. Yeah, Lego kids today with your triangle-shaped pieces and your wheels. You don't know how bad we had it. You're listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Maybe you're going to try and do the two movies in one... What is it? Ugh. Barbenheimer. Although a couple of people have said, stop talking about the Barbie movie. Why not? It's a pop culture phenomenon. It's going to be a big deal. It might not be for you, but people are going to it. Uh, but Barbenheimer, is that what you said? Yeah, when they go and see both Barbie and Oppenheimer on the same day. It's a tall, tall task, I five hours. I could not do five hours in a movie theater. Oh, I could. Oh, even when the sun is high in the sky and it's summertime? Especially when the sun is really? high in the sky. That's oh. me thumbing my nose at the norms, man. Wow. I color outside the lines. Somebody said, I've done two movies in a day, back to back a few times. It's a pretty good waste of time. Of course you only pay for one movie. Ooh. Uh, I would see 
Oppenheimer first and then end the day with Barbie, some laughs and not worrying about how the world could end with a push of a button. Order is important in this case. <laughs> They're pro- yeah, I think you're right. That's I think that's Ron. a good call. <laughs> Ron's right. Good idea, Ron. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Are you going to do Barbenheimer? I don't know. N- it's tough because my best girl wants to see Barbie with friends. Oh, and it would be weird. Okay, or would it be weird to see a guy that looks like one of us at the Barbie movie alone? I think it would be a little odd. Would, it be, would it be sad or creepy? I think sad. Yeah. Mostly sad. Wisps of creepy. Yeah, I'll do it if I have to. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. And then she wants to see Oppenheimer with me, so... <laughs> Uh, oh, Andrew said, saw Barbie last night, went into it, unsure about how I would like it. It was awesome. Thumbs up. Boom. Thumbs up emoji. What else do you need to know? That's right. Thanks for listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Theme music by Garner Andrews. Guests of the podcast enjoy old candy in a jar that's unlabeled. Mmm. Mystery candy.